Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey this is heather hey this is liz this week we're continuing our disney plus series review on wandavision spoilers let's hit that music And now WandaVision is completely different. Well, it's not quite completely different because we're about to get a big twist. There's definitely a different feel in it. And also there was a a big confrontation between Vision and Wanda, like right at the end of this 80s themed episode where he's like, you can't control me like you do everyone else. And she's like, can't I? And then they get into like the flying power posture fight, like yelling at each other. And then Vision leaves. Yep. And then, wait, we go. Oh, wait. wait. Yeah, Yeah. before he leaves. (laughs) We have this really weird moment where the doorbell rings. She's like, I didn't do that. And she says, I didn't do that. So now she's admitting that she is creating this reality, really. Yeah, because it really seemed like up until maybe the third episode, she didn't fully yeah register what she was doing like a lot of this may have been on a like subconscious level yeah and now she's starting to acknowledge that she's doing it and guess who's at the motherfucking door (laughs) it is it's pietro but it's not (laughs) it's it's the quicksilver basically it's the peter from the x-men yeah universe and then, which is yeah. awesome. And so Darcy's there. She's recast Pedro. That was so good. I love that they at least acknowledged some of that. Yeah. And even Wanda's like, why do you look different? And she, somebody, she's like, well, maybe you just don't want to be reminded of that on the daily. That's okay. Cause you have grief. That's fine. No problem. Come on in strange guy. We don't really know, but you are a brother because you're super speedy. Well, I mean, yes, but she can read minds. So she knew that he, uh, his intentions were that he was Pietro. Right. Um, so that was. So I think, didn't he try to read her mind and he's like, nope. Or no, maybe that was later. Never mind. So, um, yeah. So this, this episode, the next episode is the 90s episode. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, we are, it's Halloween. This is a big yeah. Halloween episode. And she is dressed exactly like the, or very similarly to the comic book Scarlet Witch. Yep. So she's got the the little thing and she says, I'm a Sokovian fortune teller. And then Vision comes downstairs and he has painted his face red, even yep. though it's normally red, but now it's this glossy paint red and he's wearing the Vision outfit from like early comics as well. Yeah. And then, he, and he says, you dressed me up like a, uh, a 
uh, rest- you like Mexican wrestlers. Oh, Mex- <laughs> yeah, I forgot to call something. I forgot the name that that is. It's a luchador. Yes, there you go. Yes. Yeah. So he's dressed up like a luchador, and so, mm-hmm. I mean that was a kind of a good explanation. Yeah. Because uh, at first I, I didn't. I, I'm not into early Marvel comics. Yeah. Like I haven't read them. So I, but it kind of dawned on me. It's like, is that his costume? Paul's like, well, it's kind of a nod to it. He wasn't wearing shorts. I'm like, well, you know, close enough. Yeah. But. But um, and then uh, and Wanda said hers was a fortune teller from Sarkovia, where she Sarkovia. Yeah. yeah. And I was like. Yeah, those fortune tellers wear some weird ass clothes, but okay. I know it's like that seems risque. I'm just you're in a leotard. Like a fortune teller or a stripper. (laughs) I know. It's very weird. But this is basically your typical like the boys are running around. This is Malcolm in the middle, is what's happening here. Yeah. So they're running around with this steady cam or the unsteady cam and they're talking directly, they're breaking the fourth wall, talking directly to the camera, uh, for some of these things. But not like they do in the next one. But anyway, so in this one, you know, Pietro is trying to play father figure for the boys, but he's also being a weirdo. And, you know, he's bringing up a lot of feelings for Wanda that she doesn't really want to process. Yeah. Yeah. She's not ready to. And I, but I love the, she's like, what happened to your accent? He's like, what happened to your accent? And that's the thing, like going back and watching her accent used to be, you know, much, much more divined. And now it is not there at all. the hex, it came back. Yeah, he's like, that accent really comes and goes. Or maybe Agnes said that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, so they have, you know, the typical Halloween thing. But in the meantime, Vision has told her that he is going out to work with the neighborhood watch to keep people from like egging houses and toilet papering trees and that kind of thing. And it sounds like a complete Vision thing to do. It does. Yeah. But we find like she runs into Herb or whoever's the head of the thing and he's on patrol. He's like, Vision's not working tonight. I'm like, she's like, whoa. Vision lied. And so he goes out on his own trying to figure out what is happening in this town and what is happening outside of Westview. Mm -hmm. So he goes wandering. And what he notices is that the further away he gets from the center of town, the less uh, animation, I guess, there is in the people. Mm -hmm. So he walks by this one lady who is hanging a Halloween decoration over and over and over just very slowly wrote kind of thing her husband's behind her like placing a jack-o'-lantern or something and then you see like the one tear uh, rolling down her cheek like you know because it's really easy to forget that these people are being held hostage essentially and in this psychic prison and vision was able to you know so that particular scene was really great at being able to understand that Yep, she's controlling her own center of influence, right? And Mm -hmm. then these peripheral people are just trapped. Well, and like the people who were the furthest away, like closest to the wall, were just, they they were just standing. Yeah. Just frozen where they were. Mm -hmm. And so he tries to, this is when we get the don't cross Ellis Avenue, which has not come up in any of the previous because the boys weren't alive or walking yeah but but now it's just, you know we don't go past that street which is a very mom thing to say in the 80s or 90s like you can go as far as the sidewalk or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, so visions gets to that point and there's a car there and this is really like the first car we've kind of seen like they don't really drive around much it's yeah. more of like a gilmore girls walking town and you see a lot of the the, the things you see are delivery trucks and things yeah like that. yeah yeah uh, so he goes up to her car, which was like a Volvo station wagon, which I kind of loved. And she's just sitting there staring off into space. And he's like, um, 
the fuck is wrong with you? She's like, I was going home and I got lost. He's like, lost in the town you've lived in your entire life. Okay. She's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know where I am. And she's just sitting there staring. And I guess he decides he wants to get in her head mm-hmm. some. And he, so he does the the head tappy thing. And she's like, <gasps> she's like, am I dead? He's like, uh, no. Why? Because you are. Ooh. And I like that she's, oh my God, you're an Avenger. <laughs> he's like, what's an Avenger? <laughs> and that, re- that part really, because he's kind of acted like he can't remember like did we get married like what yeah, something, like he doesn't something there's something yeah. wrong he can't quite remember but she usually forwards the story enough to where he kind of forgets about it or it, it's mm-hmm. not festering but this is the first time he's really like what and she's like uh yeah hello like what's and so yeah so then um because she starts freaking out and crying mm-hmm. he zaps her back to, yeah <laughs> to sheep still. it's like you know wanda has a point you can get him to shut i would have too it's like just 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 be happy be happy just, yeah do that be happy. crazy and then she just turned around and went to back yeah to the house. so so this is when vision like now he's like all right i'm gonna get out of here and find out what's happening we need help here something's not right and so he goes and he finds the the barrier for the hex and he starts to push his way through it and as he gets to the other side, you know, all these military people are standing there waiting, which he should have been concerned about. But he's like, the people need help, blah, blah, blah. He is literally breaking apart. Like chunks of him are flying off and back into the hex. Mm-hmm. And this is when, at, right before this, um, Jimmy Woo and Monica Rambo get kicked out yeah. of this facility because they're like, the fuck are you doing with the missile? Like what? is going on here we're supposed to be trying to help her and these people you are up to some shady business they have darcy hacking into they've snuck back in and they've got darcy hacking into the system trying to figure out what hayward is hiding because it's very clear that he is a dick and a liar and they want to know what's going on and so she gets to something that's called project cataract which i was like because it's the vision uh-huh yeah like that yeah so uh so project cataract she's trying to figure out what's going on and she kind of realizes that he's been trying to reassemble vision like he gave a fuck about what's happening to these people or wanda he wants vision because he wants a weapon Mm -hmm. and it always works out so well yeah but i'll tell you you know as a weapon vision's pretty good because he nearly wiped out the world um (laughs) and so it's like don't you remember ultron this is how you get ultron yeah this is ultron i mean really it's mm-hmm. the, it's the ultron that jarvis took over yeah <laughs> really <laughs> well no i mean that's that's what it is but i'm saying the new one he's trying to build is it's like this is how we get ultron like you can't just take jarvis's brain and stick it into this thing and expect it to do good things like, yeah the balls of this man to think he's a tony stark that can create that I, yeah thank you yeah so, but so at so at this point, Darcy runs out and she's like, "Help him! Like, do something!" And they handcuff her to a truck. Yeah. And then Wanda, like, uh, I guess this is right about the time that the boys recognize they have powers, and one son has the super speed, and the other one can is like the telekinetic, so he mm-hmm. can hear and he can you know see and feel and whatever. So he realizes that Vision's in trouble, and he needs help. And this is when Wanda just kind of explodes she just forces all this power out and what she does instead of trying to pull him back into the hex she just expands it she just makes it bigger 
And in doing so, she ends up encompassing the sword camp yep, and turns it into a circus. I know. Awesome. So delightful. Yeah. That was so good. And and so luckily, so Vision and um, Darcy were in in that. Uh, Yeah. They were in there. And and now that was the end of like episode six or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so the episode seven, we basically get uh, Wanda is like laying in bed. She's depressed Mm -hmm. because Vision hasn't come home and they're having fights and she's miserable and whatever. And she's still in her Scarlet Witch costume, which is kind of funny. Yeah, but she's definitely moving into what looks like kind of depressed sloth mode. Yeah, so she's her hair's a mess and she's in pajamas and, but now she starts sitting down and having a conversation with the camera, reality TV style. And this is kind of the Modern Family mm-hmm. slash reality oh, TV nod, yeah, where you're talking to like a producer, yeah. Which again, before this, all of their, um, like all of the shows have not been acknowledged as shows. Like this is kind of the first time we're seeing, well, that's not normal. Like that's not just going about your normal day-to-day thing, like sitting and talking to whatever. And uh, like one of them asked her a question. She's like, you're not supposed to talk. Like, (laughs) what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, Oh, so, so this is when we also start seeing the hex is starting to get super glitchy. Yeah. Right. Bouncing back and forth from um, all of the, and it's because her, you know, her mental state is not there. Right. Yeah. Well, it's hard, you know, again, this is a focus and concentration kind of thing, which she is doing at the back of her mind anyway. But now she's upset. Her grief is coming more to the top and she's realizing she can't control things the way she wanted to. Uh, so she's she's very she's very upset. And uh, the, the boys are like, mom, 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 mama, mama, mommy, mommy, mommy. And she's like, oh, get out. And so Agnes comes and takes the boys. To go play with Senior Scratchy, her bunny. Yeah, and I thought that that uh, Agnes's character right here was, you know, like she's just she's like the crazy next door neighbor, and she's like, yeah, you know, what did she say? She said something like feeding uh, brandy to kids. And she's like, no, I don't do that. I only did that. Oh, that was in the that was in the eighties. She's she's like, where's your brandy? And they're like, Agnes. She's like, it's not for me. It's for the babies. Come on. Um, but she she was really funny here. Like she was just like that that neighbor that like did not have it all together. Well, this yeah, this is like the snarky best friend, mm-hmm. you know, kind of sassy best friend, whatever, who's coming over and like, okay, I mean, she's a hot mess, and she's about to realize she's a hot mess, and I'm gonna take these kids over here, and yeah. Yeah. So it's it's very funny because she's also doing the sit and talk. And while this is happening, uh, Vision has gone to the circus to try to see what's going on. And he sees Darcy, who is now, uh, she's wrapped in chains because remember she was uh, handcuffed to that truck. So she's wrapped in chains and she's the escape artist. And they think he's the clown that's supposed to work with her. And he's like, hey, hey, do you remember me from last night? We like, we locked eyes. We had a moment. She's like, um, I'm not going out with you. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, like, like I, I need help. Like, and he finally, like, he's like, oh, look over there, like taps her head, which I thought was interesting because like to this point, he's just touched people. Yeah. Like he hasn't worried about, but Darcy is a very get your hands off me kind of person. So he probably should have said. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, can I touch your head kind of thing, but he's learning like it gets to that later. But so he, he gets, wakes her up and she's like, Oh my God. Like she's okay. Now let me tell you everything that's happening on the outside. So, but they're in a ice cream truck or like a hot dog truck, some sort of old vintagey looking carny kind of truck. And they're having this conversation 
and she's trying to drive to Wanda's house, but they keep getting all, like the there's 27 red lights and a construction crew comes by and then a daycare with 27 children attached to a leash walks through. Like, I think she wants us not to come home. <laughs> it's very obvious that this is happening. Yes. Is this episode where we get the flashback that shows that Wanda was not trying to steal uh, Vision's body? No. Oh, that no. comes in the next okay. episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the next episode. Yeah. So most this of this one episode is hijinks were ensuing. There's there's hijinks and there's a lot of again talking to invisible producers. But this is also when Monica goes back in yeah. to the hex. Like she has gotten a an armadillo from uh, Armageddon and has tried to drive it through, but that didn't work. So she just went through on her own again yeah, even though because, they said it would affect her dna yeah they said it's already rewritten your dna twice going in a third time could change it permanently and so when she gets through we start seeing she's got these purple blue eyes yeah and and we already know that like her body absorbed ke- or her clothes her clothes absorbed kevlar, the kevlar, kevlar she had been wearing yeah and so likely that's probably happened to her body as well yeah, so there's there's some things happening. But she comes and she's like, Wanda, Wanda, let me help you. And she's like, you, get out of here. Oh, it's you. Oh, no. And she's like, please don't let them make you be a villain. Hayward's a dick. Like, he's going to burn this fucking town down to get what he wants. And you need to listen. And, and this is when Agnes comes over. She's like, no, come on, friend. He's like, you need to go away. Bye. And, you know, kind of drags Wanda off. And so Monica's just kind of left standing there. Like, what, what, what? So she goes into Agnes's house. And now her kids were there. Mm-hmm. And now they're not, but the TV's on. And why are these kids watching Yo Gabba Gabba? They're ten. That shows for like two year olds. <laughs> really weird. Probably what she noticed as well. But anyway, so they've got like happy no, sandwiches and drinks at all. <laughs> oh, I did. I noticed it a lot because I've seen that show and it's terrible. Uh, like my favorite song of theirs is "Don't Bite Your Friends." Yeah. It's, like, it's a pretty good motto. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your hands yeah. to yourself. I sing that one a lot. Yeah. The telekinetic, the, tele- the mind reader kid, mm-hmm. he actually mentions that he liked it over there because it was quiet. So that was he kind says, of yeah, interesting. Like, he said, you're empty, Agnes. Like there's nothing inside of you for me yeah. to hear, which is a big red flag. Yeah. I think. Well, I was uh, thinking that it was more like his mom at, you know, at first I was that, that his mom was more chaotic and had the, had the memories and, and thoughts of everybody in town in her head. And well, he's probably also hearing the clamoring of that echoing through every, te- every head in Westview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, so this was a clue. It was, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, that's, I didn't catch it the first time around because again, wasn't looking for it. So I was like, oh, it's peaceful and quiet at Agnes's house. That's what my ne- niece and nephew think when they come to my house. <laughs> it's very quiet here because we don't have the chaos that they tend to create at home. Yep. But uh, so this is when Agnes is like, oh, don't worry about the kids. They're probably just playing in the basement. You want to go in the basement? Like, uh, okay. Here's the deal, folks. If anyone ever offers you down in their basement, just just say no. Well, I think that moms might go down in their basement if the kids are. <laughs> oh, I would have. Oh, yeah. But again, again, I'm the one who's going to push push the button that says do not push. I'm going to push it because. I, I just got to know. I have to know. Yeah. But again, you know, just in general, ladies, if someone's acting kind of weird and creepy and wants you to go in their basement, maybe don't. Yeah. So they get down to the basement and, and she, again, it's very dark and there's like weird vines on things, yeah. which 
you well, shouldn't really be I a thing really bad for the foundation but okay yeah it's like you've got you've got issues you should call somebody there were bugs uh, there were bugs yeah there's all sorts of shit and so she gets into this chamber and it's like ha 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 i'm a witch and my name is not agnes the nosy neighbor i am uh, Agatha Harkness, and it was Agatha all along. That was the best part, was this reveal. So good. And they just go back through each of the episodes and show us how Agnes has somehow intervened. And she's like, and I killed Sparky, too. You're like, dear God. <laughs> this is fucking nuts. So um, in at Disneyland, at California Adventure, you can go stand in line to uh, get your self a picture in the WandaVision set. Like it's oh, not cool. it's not quite the set. It's but you know, it looks right. proppy and you can take the picture through a TV screen, like, you know, so you get that in the frame. Right. Well now they've added a director's chair behind it and it says mm-hmm. Agatha on the back of it. Yeah. She's the that's, yeah. Yeah, that was part of the show. She's like, Shh ha ha And so we don't know what's happening, but Wanda's trying to hex her or whatever. But she's like, I've got runes up. The witch who casts the runes is the only one who can use their power. Didn't you know that? Ha ha ha. She's like, nobody taught me magic. <laughs> what are you talking about? So this is kind of like where we, we end. Well, right? then, but then we get like the MCU after the credit scene or like mid credit. This is, yes, this is the first show that has an a, a, uh, end credit scene. Which by the way, I missed because yes. um, uh, you know, it was just like, oh, it's over. Okay. And then I just, mm-hmm. and then, then they showed it. Okay. All right. Talk about the end credit, mid credit. Yeah. So, so the end credit here, we get Monica is creeping around outside of Agnes slash Agatha's house. And she's trying to figure out what's going on. And she's peeking through windows and she sees a cellar doors outside and flings them open. Notices that the stairwell and hallway down below are dark and creepy and covered in purple glowing vines. And then all of a sudden, Pietro is standing next to her saying, Snoop is going to snoop. And that's where it cuts. Yeah. So we're like, oh, God, what's going to happen now? Yeah, yeah. Because she had, remember in the Halloween episode, she realized that Pietro wasn't really who he was supposed to be. Or if he was, he was just a dick. So she, like, blasts him across town. And she's like, I'm not doing with this. And they're like, yeah, don't I- trust that man. He's not your uncle. Yeah, I I don't recall if she realized that he she just he was saying something that was concerning to her, and it was more. Well, he said something like, "Your dead husband can't die twice" or something. Yeah, yeah, and so like he acknowledged that he knows some things, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and she can't deal with the fact that of what she's done. So anyway, this, this was a really fun uh, end of the episode, and I was just like, ah, I didn't see it coming nope. at all. So that was great. I like that when a show can keep me in the dark until it happens. I don't want to see it coming. Yeah. And I, and I apparently, you know, um, Agnes is a, or Agatha is in the comic books. I didn't really read the Scarlet Witch comic, which comic she, books. I she like people. Is. I like my heroes to wear pants. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. But yeah, she is. I, I read an article about it. Um, basically she, uh, I think, Something else we have to talk about is the commercials, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but the in the comics, there's like some sort of portal, and it's in the Everglades, and it is kept by a guardian. And Agatha Harkness like comes into that and starts causing trouble and whatnot. But the question is, you know, did they put the portal in New Jersey? And if so, where's the guardian? And there's a lot of buzz online that that bunny might actually be it. So, mm-hmm. but um, we don't know. 
So let's get into episode eight here, because this is the second to the last episode of the series. And we have just realized in the previous episode that Agnes is, or Agnes is not Agnes. Agnes is actually a witch named Agatha Harkness. And she has, she's now got Wanda trapped in her basement. And we're not really sure what she's after or what's going to happen. So, yeah. I mean, this was an incredible turning point um, of the show because really we thought that the whole thing was going to be Wanda versus sword. Uh, once we started to get the Marvel portion of it and, right. and, um, and then maybe to a lesser extent, Wanda versus vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but then all of a sudden you're like, there is another big bad here. Well, this, this episode starts out in like Salem, Massachusetts in 1623 with a, you know, supposed witch being tied to the stake and being prepared to be burned by this, you know, circle of hooded figures. Mm-hmm. And someone said, Agatha Harkness, are you a witch? Witch, 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 witch. She's like, yes, I am a witch. They're like, yeah, but you're, you suck at it. Like, <laughs> yeah. You stole powers from your coven that wasn't good. We witches fucking hate you and we want you to die. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that was paraphrasing. But. Yeah. And it, I mean, and so then you realize that they're not burning the witch um, because she's a witch. They're burning the witch because she did something wrong. Yes. And and she's like, I didn't know. I can be good. They're like, no, you can't. Yeah. And she said, you know, I wasn't trying to do anything. It opened, these powers opened themselves to me. Yeah. And so they're like, well, that's not good either. So right. <laughs> they're like, something is bad with you and we don't want it. And so they they decide instead of setting her on fire, which probably would have worked, uh, they're going to blast her with magic. Yeah, but she's already stolen magic from the witches, yeah. so yeah, it's probably not the best idea. So yeah, so she absorbed the magic and from them as they shriveled mm-hmm. up, and their entire life force uh, yep. um, disintegrated. And even the most powerful witch, who was apparently her mother. Um, mm-hmm had said, you know, you can't do this. And they had a fighting match and, you know, it was a, a prior incantatum and they just, and finally, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I keep wanting to call her Agnes. Agatha sucked the life force out of her own mother as well. And, yep. and, and, you know, essentially we assume absorbed those powers. I mean, they didn't blatantly say it, but she looked fine. Well, you could tell that it, it was like the Harry Potter thing. Like our wands have different colors and our magic has different colors. So I'm absorbing your blue and my purple's climbing up to eat your face. So, it, you know, again, they're not saying it, but we, we yeah. get the gist. Yeah. And this is also, she must've been thinking about the story and kind of giving the story to Wanda, like in her head, because after this, we cut back to her basement and she's got Wanda like magically tied up and she's throwing her around the room trying to found, find out how she has enough power to be running this place like she is. Like yeah. how is she keeping all of the shit going? So many little working pieces and whatnot. She wants to know where she got the power from. And she says something here that I thought was interesting. She was like, I, I was drawn to this place because of the power surge. How did she get in? Yeah, I... I we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But she's, you know, she's powerful as well. Um, or was she already there? Or you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, it's kind of the, we don't really know. Yeah. But so. She's been whatever reason, her all this time. So she might also have time travel abilities as well. Yeah. Though we don't know. But so Agatha then decides that rather than trying to beat the stuff out of, uh, out of Wanda here, because she either doesn't know or won't tell her, she decides to enter her mind and take her on a little trip down memory lane. 
to kind of find out where her story begins. And what we know from uh, Ultron, Age of Ultron, is that her parents were killed in a bombing in Sokovia. There was some kind of insurrection happening at the time. And they were trapped under rubble. And a second bomb landed in their apartment, but didn't go off. It was a dud. But they sat there for two days, not knowing if it was going to, I think I would have just left. Like, I'm going to risk it at this point. Yeah, and it did. I mean, it blinked. And so then, so we're asking ourselves as the audience, Mm -hmm. this her magic that made it not blink? Or is it just a dud, but it is a Stark Industries product. So it's probably working pretty well. Well, they, you know, and again, we don't know what that, this is just the backstory that we got from Ultron. That was the thing. Then they radicalized. They went to Hydra and volunteered. They were given powers from the Loki scepter, which we know has the mind stone in it, but we, you know, still didn't know what was really happening with it at the time. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's, that's what we know about her backstory. But what we see is we go into basically her parents' apartment in Sokovia or whatever. We already knew about that bomb. Uh in yeah. the next, I guess I only she tells him when she's trying to tell Tony Stark why she fucking hates him well, because right. he he killed her parents inadvertently by creating I, I don't know if Tony Stark by the way ever needs to be like why do you hate me there's plenty of- I know Tony's like I I know why you yeah. hate me and I don't care <laughs> like I'm good with it it's fine <laughs> so he doesn't care but she so we see her, you know her parents are coming home and there's like literally war happening in the street below their apartment, like machine guns. And they're just in there with the lights on, watching TV. And her dad, I guess, has been trying to sell tapes, like videotapes of classic 50s and 60s and whatever, like sitcoms. And apparently he didn't sell any. I don't know if this is, I mean, I'm assuming it's black market. Uh, he didn't seem like he was running a blockbuster and it's wartime. Uh so she's like, oh, I know exactly which episode I want to watch. I want to watch season two, episode 12 of the Dick Van Dyke show or whatever. It's something about walnuts or bowling or I don't know. Yeah. And so they're sitting and we're like, oh, because the first episode of uh, WandaVision was the 50s and it was set after Dick Van Dyke. So yeah. there's that. And so we're like, oh, interesting. And then the bomb goes off. And her, you know, everything's rubble. The TV's still playing, by the way. So good on you, makers of TV. Like that, that's pretty that the big interesting. Our tubes, though. like they don't. Yeah, that exactly. they're like we will just play forever. Like, it's fine. We, we just crack, and you just don't see it anymore. Yeah, it's like I don't know why we still have electricity for it to run, but sure, okay. And so at this point, Pietro, ten-year-old Pietro, and Wanda are hiding under the table, and they are looking at their pair. Or he drags her under the table, and then this other bomb falls into the apartment and it just sitting there ticking. It's like got a little light on it. And he's like, Oh my God, it's going to go. You can't move. She's like, let's get the fuck out of here. He's like, no, we can't move. She's like, Oh, oh bad move. And she just kind of like reaches her hands out to it. Mm-hmm. And like, it just, and, and Agnes is like, or Agnes, I say it too. Mm-hmm. Agatha is like, what happened with the bomb? She's like, it never went off. It was bad. She's like, mm, yeah. Did it? Or, were you a little tiny baby witch and you didn't even know it? Yeah. And she's like, uh, what? I didn't have powers. What? Yeah. Cause I mean, like really it could have been either now like Quicksilver. We don't know when he got his powers either because, um, he probably had the desire to get them out of there as fast as possible. 
Right. But he wasn't. He did not appear to ha- have thought that that was. Well, we don't. We don't know at that point. And again, his story is was explained in Ultron the same as hers. Like they gave us these abilities, you know, and and now so we can fight you. And now we're going to use it to fight with you because reasons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then so then they move on to the next memory, and that is where she is at the the Nazi camp the Hydra facility and she's she looks like shit I mean she's like yeah just completely looks terrible looks like like the girl from the ring yeah basically looks exactly like that and so they're like okay well um by the way everybody who's had direct contact with this stone has died and I think he says it over the loudspeaker she's like uh what (laughs) and (laughs) like that's not weird and so then the stone pops out of the scepter the scepter floats across the room explodes and is now the mind stone the yellow mind stone that vision has in the forehead and she has some sort of encounter with this stone and the guys are like what just happened like they're like let's go back and watch the video the video is gone there is no video of what happened they probably didn't even remember something fully happened so they didn't know and they're like okay so you're a tiny baby witch and you have emotional issues and then you interacted with an infinity stone and now you have unlimited power cool yes by the way she like looked good after this yeah she looked better yeah Yeah. much better uh more more life to her more vitality yeah the healthier and so she's like, huh, interesting. But that still doesn't say how you got this much power. Like, how did you do all of this? There's no way you could have done that because nobody trained you. She's like, nobody trained me to be a witch. Nobody taught me magic. It just, it's just there. And so the next, um, the next portion of this journey is her sitting in her room at the Avengers compound after Ultron, when Pietro had died and she is sitting with her grief basically. And she is watching a sitcom. She's watching Malcolm in the Middle, I think, actually. And Vision comes walking through her wall, as he is wont to do. And he's trying to understand because he doesn't understand. He doesn't have the, you know, he has no basis of comparison. He says, I've never had anyone to love. Therefore, I've never had anyone to lose. I've always been alone. So I don't understand grief, but I want to. And she starts talking about how it's like she's, you know, on the beach and she's being hit by a wave and pulled under. And when she thinks she gets her breath, it knocks her down again. And she's like, it just feels like I'm all alone. And, you know, it's, there's no point to any of this. And he basically says, but what is grief if not love persevering? And I love that. That yeah, was so great. That was so great. And so, um, you know, we see this, that they're, this is where they're kind of forging their bond yeah right like this is this is where this the love begins yeah. between them yeah we also and, get um an insight kind of into how vision thinks because mm-hmm. you know he is essentially you know programmed right and so yeah. he's using his uh, feedback loop and his you know whatever the hell that happens in programming world to to come up with ways to hu- still humanize data points mm-hmm. and, yeah and um he's so he's able to get this attachment to Wanda because of that and you start to see that like you know hey the way that he's thinking is beyond your normal programming and you know. well and that's the thing because he's like a living computer and he's you know understanding now some of these emotional complexities 
he's growing. And that was something that they talked about in Infinity War when they were trying to figure out if they could remove the Mind Stone from him. Mm -hmm. They said there's so much in there that's not the stone that there's probably a good deal of vision underneath it. Like he's not all about this thing. And he's not just a computer. He's the best of Tony. He's the best of Ultron. He's the best of Jarvis. He's the best of, you know, all of these things. And, you know, he could wield the uh, the hammer, Thor's hammer. So worthy. Yeah. But, um, but so she's still not quite. Huh? But so can an elevator. Well, <laughs> but no one else. Yeah, that's, I remember that. But so she's like, okay, we're getting somewhere. We're almost there, but we're still not quite where we need to be to to find out how you harnessed all of this power because she wants to do the same thing. Obviously, she is power hungry. So the last uh, the last vision that she takes her into is actually the sword compound after she has come back from the snap. Because remember, she was snapped as well, and this timeline is only three weeks after the after avengers endgame so it's still super fresh and she you know she's back and she's got her wits about her and whatever and she wants vision's body because it wasn't because i guess everybody woke up where they got snapped so she would have woken up in wakanda yeah and his body wasn't there so she's like okay i know you've got it i want it so i'm his next of ken which i thought was interesting because they never were married yeah. that we know of but maybe they did who knows but she said i'm his next of ken i'm the only one he had he deserves a funeral i want to bury him yeah and they're like ha, ha, ha. no they're like we're not gonna put three billion dollars worth of vibranium into the ground it's like well it wasn't your vibranium to begin with so maybe suck it i don't know <laughs> uh because it wasn't they stole it, it from the claw it. guy yep. uh so what what we're seeing is that at least what i felt is we're seeing Hayward trying to bait Wanda into bringing Vision back to life. Yeah. And so she's like you could he he's like you could bring her back. You could bring him back. You could do it. You're powerful enough. You destroyed it. You could bring it back. And she's like I don't want that. I want he didn't want that. She's like I just want to bury him. Like I just want to be able to process my fucking grief. And he keeps pushing her. Yeah. Basically. And then he shows her what happened. And they've got vision's body in pieces Mm -hmm. just scattered about they are actively just like really they've had it for five years and they're just now taking it apart Mm, okay yeah it did seem like it was kind of delayed but (laughs) or or staged yeah you know that's that's the other thing is so she sees this is happening and of course this is the person that she loved the most in the world and her brother's dead and everybody she has ever loved is dead she just loses it and blows out all the windows as you would Mm -hmm. i would all day long i would blow out the window well, she so much to go, less than that go to the body and you know yeah like she's not gonna waste her time in the elevator i'm not i mean that's a lot of extra energy yeah. so and fuck this guy in his window so she yeah. blows she blows in and she jumps down into the operating theater basically is what it is and we you know and this is what they show on the video when hayward was showing the video to the other sword people and to monica and whoever trying to convince them that wanda had stolen vision's body she didn't she goes down in there and so he's doctored this video because what she does is she basically just goes in and talks to the head and you know she tries to see like is there anything left she's like i can't feel you like you're gone she has a sad moment and then she leaves yeah she's gone and so what was on the video was it was doctored but it was also just 
left up for interpretation. There's no picture of her actually taking the body. Yeah. So she goes and gets back in her car and she starts driving and she enters Westview, New Jersey. And you know what? Walking around, like going through this town, it was kind of a shithole. It was before. a shithole. And so I think she did those people a favor. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> yeah. She made it real well, nice. So, so this is what was so weird is that, so she opens a, an envelope and it's a plot of land and it said our future home and it was from but it's not just a plot of land it's like a house used to be there yeah the like the foundation is still there but it basically it says to grow old in yeah and i was thinking i was like when did the division get a paycheck was one question i had well another one was when did he a fingernail and he probably had enough for it i guess but again you know like when did he have time to go buy land in new jersey and why new jersey like there's so many questions and town it was a shithole yeah i know it was bad well probably just because it's the only place in the you know the east coast that you could get a house for not a million dollars that's just a foundation i'm just saying uh, maybe I real estate know. prices are insane yeah but anyway so like, she pulls up to this like the greatest place like you think that like stark could give him a little bit of cash actually he'd be dead by now so no yes. he wouldn't he, well he wouldn't have been when vision bought it no no yes yeah. he would have had to buy it way in advance but anyway so she gets she gets into the center of this property and she reads that heart you know he's drawn a heart on the 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 deed and it just says you know to to grow old in the and this is when her grief just breaks her mm-hmm. and it shows us what happens when she's having this complete emotional outpouring and just magic flying from her body like nobody would believe and it creates this entire idyllic town everything gets a makeover all the people get new clothes and hairdos and attitudes and names and whatever and this just it it just stitches itself around her until the very final thing that she pours out, which looks just like the the emissions from the mind stone, is vision. Yeah, and she has part of that mind stone in her, and she tells him that a little later. She's like, "You're part. You're the part of the mind stone that lives in me." Yeah, and you know, so it was yeah. it was like, oh, and then so the Agatha's like, "Hot damn!" Like <laughs> now we got this. And she's like, but I can't create it because uh, you, my dear, are fucking dangerous and terrifying. And I'm going to go strangle your kids until you agree to give me your magic. And this is when she labels her a Scarlet Witch. Yes. Now, and this is this is actually the first time that that name has ever been said in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Because we all know her as Scarlet Witch. We've all been calling her Scarlet Witch forever, but it's never been a thing. She's always been Wanda Maximoff. Yeah. So, um, uh, this though, this revelation really kind of, uh, cemented what a lot of us were thinking that, that the town initially came up with is, was an emotional effect and not a deliberate attempt to hurt her, um, hurt the town or the townspeople. And then as she started to realize what was happening, that's when she started to like be like, but isn't it better? Like she was trying to rationalize it in her mind that right. that it wasn't terrible. And like you could see it when she was talking to Pietro uh, like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like you don't think I'm a bad person? Like because she was starting <laughs> to think maybe I'm the villain here, you know? Right. Um, so I like I liked this at this point because then you started to go, okay, no, this is an emotional thing. And I, I mean, we, we were getting it all the time, but like this really cemented it. This was an emotional thing 
And um, this is her expression of grief. Yeah. We also see at the beginning of this episode that Hayward, uh, because he's a lying dick bag, has taken, and how he even has it at this point, because it would have been in the circus tent, uh, he has taken the drone that he sent in with the missile I'm sure he had and that Wanda had taken down, and it's covered in her magic. Maybe this was even in the last episode. I don't know. Oh, but no, whatever he said. Him. She threw it through the hex at him. Well, she did. She took it back. Was what I'm saying. I don't know how he got it after she expanded the yeah, hex. Yeah, he anyway. was outside the hex, though, that whole time. He was, but who said he had that with him? Anyway, it doesn't matter. So he's got that, and he's now using it because now we're seeing more about this Project Cataract that I mentioned because what he's done is he has created a new vision and 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 he's he has he's been trying to power it like he can't get it to turn on and so he's like how about we go straight to the source and he hooks that shit up steals wanda's magic off of it and new vision yes and he's and he's white like cataracts is huh (laughs) full white he is milky for sure yeah he's kind of Uh, very 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 creepy uh looking yeah Um, yeah. So we start this this out with a witch fight in the streets, and it's awesome. Yeah. So they are slinging power at each other. She gets the boys free, sends them in the house, like knocks Agatha out of her shoes. Like they like there was a very Wizard of Oz kind of moment where she's thrown a car through and she's peeking under, and there's shoes, but no witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the same time. You know, because we finally saw in the last episode, the Modern Family episode that started that way, was that Vision was doing those same kind of producer interviews, like in front of the circus truck. And he's like, what am I doing? Like, why am I talking to you? Rips off the mic and like flies away. But we hadn't, we don't see him come back down in the last episode. But he finally comes in this episode and he's helping Wanda. And then all of a sudden, oh no, he didn't come back yet. No. So he almost did. But she turns around after the the feet scene, the shoe scene, and White Vision is standing there. Yeah. And she's like, is that you? Like, Vision, is that you? And he's like, Wanda. And he goes to, like, caress her face, but instead ends up, like, trying to crush her head. Yeah. And then he has this total dick line that I don't think a computer would come up with. He just said, hmm, I was told you would be strong. It was like, oh, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this is when our vision from the show comes back and they start to fight. So now we've got a vision versus vision fight and we have Wanda fighting with Agatha Harkness. Yeah. So, I mean, really, um, you know, as we know, vision is not full vision, you know, because right. it's just a piece of Wanda and cataracts is not a full vision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, yeah, I don't like was... white vision. It's weird. Uh, it's... <laughs> and in cataracts vision is also a part of her. <laughs> Oh. he's got her magic powering him so yeah yeah so but yeah so we got, we got this big fight and you know then the boys have realized mom and dad are in trouble we should go help and so they run to the town square and they're then this is when hayward and the military decide they're gonna bust through how they went through without changing i don't know i guess she was opening that's what happened. yeah it she, was starting to, it started she sent her into town and Agatha released all of the people, like 
took their brains out. So they're like, I have a, I have a daughter. Can you just let her out of her room? I just want to hug her. And I have family. Can I just call them? And you know, if you're not going to help us, could you at least let us die? Like that kind of thing. It was just like, okay. yeah, this was, this was that point when, uh, Wanda had assumed it, right. Mm-hmm. Assumed yeah. That these people were being affected. And Agnes is like, you did this or Agatha. Yeah. uh, it's like, you did this. I didn't do that. Yeah. You know, she's like, I just, I just took their chains off. And then Wanda has a thing, a fit, and she tries to silence them all because they're all coming at her, but she's like strangling them, magically strangling them. And then she's like, oh God, stop. And so then she tells them all to run away. She does another big blast and she starts chipping away at the hex. Yeah. And I think this is why. And that's how they get in. That's when she starts putting two and two together that Vision and her children do not live outside the hex. Right. And she's, well, and Agatha helps her with that. She's like, oh, 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 you can pick this town or this little family that you've chosen, which is a hard thing, especially if you're still grieving and whatever. Yeah. And so she closes it back up again because they're dying and she doesn't want to see that. But the military have gotten in and now they come around and surround them. And uh, basically she's like, all right. And her vision goes, listen, boys. I know we haven't prepared you for this, but she's like, but you were born to do it. So you go kick the military's ass and we're going to go deal with cataracts and Agatha. Yeah. (laughs) Call them cataracts forever. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, vision and vision fly off and into the library and start fighting and doing the thing. And Agatha and uh, Wanda are flying around town and throwing magic at each other. And then uh vision he he gets cataracts to stop by throwing him some sort of because he was like my programming is to my programming is to get the vision like to take out the vision destroy it whatever and he's like i'm not the real vision he's like wait what he's like okay i'm gonna have to have you explain that? Yes, I, I. This is another favorite meme came out of the show. Is White Vision going? I request elaboration. So whenever somebody <laughs> says something crazy stupid on like a Facebook post, it's just a yep. perfect thing to just throw up there on that as a comment. Exactly. <laughs> so, so this is when we get into what I have dubbed Schrodinger's vision, basically. Mm-hmm. So we basically have, uh, you know, it's it's a memory of vision, but not the real vision, but it's the emotional thing. And then like, but you're not real either because you have part of this. Are either of us real? And he kind of comes to the both are real and both are not real. Mm-hmm. So he's like, then vision's like, let me give you the memories so that you know what's happening and what these people are trying to do to you because white vision has already figured out that uh, they want to use him as a weapon. Yeah. Like now he knows that he didn't know that before. He didn't understand that before. So now he, you know, is a weapon, but has a conscience. Yeah, but so. also because he was able to give him his memory back because he said that, you know, Hey, essentially you're still metal. And so mm-hmm. you still should be able to retain these memories. And so he was able to find them for him and give them to him. So yeah. vision realizes that Wanda is not a bad person. Uh, yeah. And therefore his, his uh, orders are in conflict with his identity. Now, yeah. if he starts thinking he's vision, does he have to kill himself? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but- I don't think so, because I think at that point it overrides the the whole you are and you aren't has overridden that direct order. So yeah. But anyway, so White Vision's like, all right, peace. And he just flies away. He's gone. Yes. So, and uh, which, which, you know, gives the opportunity to bring back vision in another time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And so we also have, we have the boys who are now, uh, you've got the little speedy one, whichever one he is. 
running around and basically uh, dismantling guns or something so that the army people can't shoot them. And the other one has stopped time or I don't know, something. he's doing something. And then they're like, hey, cool. Good job. Good job. High five. High five. And everybody else is just standing there. But for some reason, Hayward, I guess because he was still in the truck, didn't get, I don't know. It reminded me of Out of This World. Do you remember that show? Yeah. Back in the day where the girl used to touch her fingers and stop time. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So I guess he wasn't a part of that. So he comes out. He's just literally going to shoot these children. He's oh, and literally that's, sh- what he, that's what he does. I mean, it's like, oh, yep, yeah. they're they're villains now. Yeah, he's, he's literally them. shooting children who did not hurt anyone. With the, with the talk, you know, just, just shooting yeah. them. Just, yeah, just not, and just throw it out there. And so this is when Monica comes running and diving in front of the boys, who she knows are just constructs, but still, you can't let it happen. So she dives in front of them. And basically, whatever has happened to her because of going in and out of the hex so many times, these bullets basically pass through her. Like she kind of goes like this invisible thing and they just kind of go through her, but they are also flattened themselves. Yeah. Like on the, pew, 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 like they are just crap. And then the last one makes it past her face, but which boy is able to stop it in midair. Yeah. And so then he kind of freaks out because she's like, bitch, no, like <laughs> I will kill you. And he like gets in his tank and backs away. And then my favorite part of the whole thing is uh, Darcy and her ice cream truck just floors into him, T-bones him. And she's like, have fun in prison. So it, it is a great part. But you know that she would have been dead because it's not like she yeah. have airbags and stuff in said ice cream truck. I can oh. handle hitting a chank, you know, or what well, that thing was. If you looked at it later, when the town goes back to normal, it's actually two tanks. So she hits him with the same car he's in. It just looks like an ice cream oh, truck. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, anyway. So she she pins him in there and he is now stuck for whatever reason. Yeah. So now we have the we have the fight. Wanda has disappeared. She has vanished and Agatha's standing on top of a building yelling at Vision and the children. And so Wanda comes up behind her and does the same kind of finger magic that she did in Ultron when she was taking over everybody's minds. And they go back to uh, her witch trial, basically. Where we and we saw, you know, where she killed her mother. Yeah. And she makes this comment. She's like, you did this on purpose. Like, that's the difference between us. I didn't try to hurt anyone. I would never try to hurt anyone. But you absolutely do. And so, I don't know. The witches come back. They're all trying to steal her power. They're like, Scarlet Witch, you're the Scarlet Witch. You are chaos magic. You must be destroyed. And we're like, okay, we still don't know what that means, but all right. She's like, I'm not that thing. I'm not that thing. I don't know what that thing is. That's not me. I I didn't take power from anybody. I didn't learn about whatever. And they're like, oh, witch, witch, you're a witch. And so they go back to normal and they're doing this big fight. And she's like, they're fighting in the air and Wanda is throwing, like throwing magic at her. She's like, take it. I don't want it. Take it, whatever. And so she's throwing it, but it's going wild and it's hitting the hex and it's doing all this stuff. Like a lightning storm is what we're seeing just in the sky. Yeah. There's just, there's just stuff flying everywhere. We've got purple magic and red magic and it's just bouncing off of the things and hitting each other. And Agatha is taking, every time she gets hit, she's absorbing power. She's absorbed. She's like, take it all. And so like this big red ray goes straight to her and Wanda is laying there. Her face has gone all shriveled up just like the witches. And she's like hanging limply, right? In the sky. How she's still in the sky. Nobody knows. 
But so then Agatha's ha 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 doing her thing and I'm all powerful. I'm going to do the thing. And by the way, when I told you I'd fix your spell so you could stay here forever, I lied because that ain't a thing. Ha ha. <laughs> so then she goes to do like one big magic harumph, like throw the magic at her and nothing happens. And I started realizing what a silly movement that looks like <laughs> when you're not actually slinging magic. Yeah. Like when the magic comes out, it looks really impressive, but when it's not, it just looks stupid. Yeah. So she does that a second time. And that's when Wanda just kind of like sits back upright. Her face fills back out to normal. And she's like, oh, I should probably tell you. And she like looks around and she's drawn the runes on the walls of the hex. She's like, only the witch that casts the runes can use her magic. So, bitch, please. Like, yeah. And now she's, she's like, thanks for the lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now she's stuck inside this little mini hex. Because yes. by that time, she started to shrink it. Or maybe right after. It was right after. So, at this point, she she's like, what are you going to do? Take me and put me in prison somewhere? She's like, not somewhere. Here. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to give you the role that you created of nosy neighbor and she just zaps her back into agnes and she's gonna she's like you're gonna need me someday she's like well if i do i'll know where to find you so she turns her into agnes and lets her live out her best nosy neighbor suburban life sure i but yeah i thought that was cute and the kind of a fitting end oh it was great it was perfect because it wasn't like i'm gonna go stick you in a prison that you can sometimes get out of like happens in all of these films yeah which is, you know, what happened to all of the Avengers who were on the wrong side of the Civil War kind of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, who would have thought we could escape from prison? We're superheroes. <laughs> but anyway, so this is when she's like, okay, well, I can make things right. And Vision's like, but not for us. She's like, no, not for us. So they walk home and the hex is starting to slowly sink in on itself and everything's kind of going back to how it should be. Cars are converting, buildings are getting run down and crappy again. And so they go back home and they put the boys to bed, as you do. Uh, I'm not sure if the boys really knew I don't what was happening. So. I don't think they did. But it was like, we're going to put them to bed. Because, yeah. yeah. It's like, we'll tell you we're proud of you. And she thanks them for choosing her as her mother, which at this point, we're all like sobbing tears and shit. And uh, so then they go downstairs and have their heart to heart. And the thing closes in and scene. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. Because. uh, It was so, yeah, yeah. it was amazing. Now, you know, a couple things in these these final scenes that uh, I noticed were. First, she embraced the Scarlet Witch, right? Mm-hmm. She changed into the costume, and then the costume, much better. And the hair, she got a total, like, curly she blowout happening. Updo, man. Or not an updo, uh, glow-up, that's what they call yeah. it, a glow-up. Yeah. Uh, Serious glow-up. And, um, so, and she came down, but you notice that she had the shape of the Mind Stone in her collar on the the new outfit she created. Mm-hmm. like a little I did collar. not notice that. Yeah, it, just right at the collarbone right there. And so it was, um, you know, a nice homage to vision mm-hmm. and um by the way the new outfit is awesome uh, yeah i do like you know i like her general red trench coat uh red leather trench coat that's nice too she's one of the only girls i've ever seen who really can rock a hoodie most <laughs> of us just look like weird jedi shepherds yeah. when we're rocking a hoodie but she kills it yeah like uh whenever i'm wearing a hoodie craig's like it's like we're in the tundra <laughs> 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 I just like again. I just feel like a weird druid. Like yeah, it's yeah. not a good look for anyone. 
it's totally functional just to keep the wind out of my ears when it's cold. Yeah. But so, so again, the hex closes in on her and once again, she is now standing, assumedly, it's not the same day, but I think it feels like the same day. It's several hours later. It's not like. Yeah. Yeah. It's time has passed. I'm sure. Uh, because things have happened with real humans on the outside and to the inside. But so she just goes walking away. And I noticed like when she, because remember she drove up in like a Buick LeSabre or some shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a commercial right there. And so she drives up in a car, but she walks, she leaves and walks on foot. And you can kind of see the car in the, in the, um, like off in the corner. And it's covered in like house shrapnel. So it wasn't just that the house that she created like disappeared, it like blew up. Mm. So there were real physical pieces of something that hadn't even been there before. So that was kind of cool. So she couldn't take the car because it's covered in wooden shrapnel and shit. She goes back into town and she finds Monica and, you know, talks to her about the whole thing. And she's like, you're not mad at me. You don't hate me for what I did to you. She's like, no. She goes, listen, given your power. She's like, I know what it feels like to have, to lose the best person in your life or the closest person in your life. She's like, given your power, I would probably do the same thing. Yeah. So they have an understanding. And so then she just wanders off and flies away. Yep. I mean, it's like, at this point, we know you can't contain her. And um, Hayward's not in the picture because uh, Jimmy Woo somehow got the entire FBI there to arrest him. At At least they give you that impression. Well, that's the thing. Like, he was like, you're just going to go in and murder an Avenger. He's like, by the time I'm done with her, she, the whole world's going to think she's a terrorist and I'll probably get a medal for it. And so, you know, he's able to uncover that. So we can now put Hayward in prison or do whatever needs to be done with him and recognize that, hey, she didn't actually hurt anybody. This other lady did or this other entity. And we were the bad guys. So, you know, our bad. So I love Jimmy Woo. Yeah, me too. I absolutely think he needs a spinoff of some sort. That would be amazing. Or he just needs to keep popping up in all of these. And maybe yeah, Dark he should be in every Disney Plus if if he or you know of these little one-off series. Yep. Or yep. he should have his own, or both. We can do. Both. Yep. So we go to credits, and we get we get two end scenes. Mm-hmm. I think we get two end scenes. Yeah. So there's something with Jimmy and Monica, but I can't 100 percent oh, remember so, what it was. Yeah. So Monica. Um, um, they're doing their debriefing, and one of the big wigs at Sword comes out and says, "Hey, they need you. Uh, they need you oh, yeah. here and come into the theater." Yeah. yeah. So she goes into the theater, and the person that actually told her to go into the theater was—is uh, it Cree? That's that they switched. No, the it's not the Cree. It's Krull. the Krull. Yeah. Yeah. Normally they're bad guys, but they, in this show they're good guys. Uh, in in Marvel, they're they're bad guys in the comics, but they exactly. end up being good guys. Yeah. And Marvel. so, and he points. He says. Uh, you know, you probably need to go off world because you're needed by somebody. And he points up. Yeah. Go upstairs. Well, yeah. so. I don't think that meant upstairs. Well, I, upstairs in space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and you know, in the comic book, sword has a satellite. Mm-hmm. Well, they have a base. Oh there. yeah. Like that's where Captain Marvel is like alpha squadron or something. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that's one comic I actually have read. Okay. So something along those lines. So that was exciting because you know, like, Oh, Hey, we're probably going to get something out of that too. And yeah. I'm liking the next generation of Avengers because, um, she definitely would be in that younger generation because she was mm-hmm. piled when we first met her. Yep. And so we go through the credits and we thought, Oh, that's it. And then it's not. 
And I don't know where the fuck they film this shit, but wherever it is, I want to go to there because it was gorgeous. Mountains, lake, the whole thing. Beautiful. You know, and we come freezes solid in winter. I'm positive. I don't care. But it's still time. It's summertime. I don't care. It's beautiful. That's where I'd like to go to finish my book. Like I just need that as a writer's retreat. It's fine. Mm -hmm. So we go out there and we see, and it is solitude, right? There is nothing around other than mountains and trees. And that's, again, I would totally dig that. But so we go, we get there and Wanda is on the front porch and she's drinking some tea and there's a tea kettle. She goes inside for a refill. And then the camera pans through to the back room where we see, so Wanda's in the front room, Scarlet Witch is levitating Dr. Strange style, reading through the Book of the Damned, which is like learning, I guess, about the Scarlet Witch and doing random hand twisty metaphysical kind of things. Yeah. And then right as we're ending, we hear her boys screaming, mom, help. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Huh? So Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, it's, that was interesting. Yeah. So it's like they sp- were able to split. I mean, she was able to split her consciousness, like this mm-hmm. powerful from the, um, from the human side of her that yeah. was, was as a child. And so she's able to, I don't know if she's consciously doing it or not. Probably she is consciously yeah. doing it because she learned that there is value in that. And I would say I think she's at the point where everything she's going to do from now on is is a conscious, deliberate choice. Yeah, probably. She can't she can't sleep through it anymore, yeah. like she has for all of her life. And you know, if you thought she was powerful before, mm-hmm. imagine how powerful she is now. I mean, she could probably go up against Carol the Danvers. So yeah, probably. Uh, Hopefully, we won't have to. But. And can you imagine? <laughs> so my question is, or we think that this you know, becoming the Scarlet Witch as she is, is probably going to lead into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness that's supposed to come out next year. So we don't know for sure. We shall find out. Now, we we did forget about one major thing. They walked back the X-Men multiverse split because uh, Monica went over and was talking to... Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't Wanda. It was Wanda. Monica. No, Monica didn't. No, well... Uh, no, Wanda figured out that it was the magic around her neck, his neck. No, no, that was Monica. She was trapped in the attic with him. Okay. With the quick, so the fake Pietro. Yeah. Pietro is what Agnes uh, called him, fake Pietro. Yeah. So she, she realizes that he's under a spell because the bills in this. Now, if you remember throughout the entirety of the show, Agnes is talking about her husband, Ralph, who we never see. Uh, just like in all sitcoms, like the nosy neighbor always has a husband you hear of, but you never see. So she starts peeking around looking at mail because she finds a headshot with the name Ralph Boner Mm -hmm. on it. And so she sees that the bills are coming to him. She's like, Agnes doesn't live here at all. This is your house. How is she controlling you? And she uses her super strength or whatever to see or uses her purple vision oh, to yeah. see the the necklace around his neck and breaks it. And he's like, please don't kill me. <laughs> Spare my life. Ralph Boner. You know, so we realize, oh, okay. Yeah, he's an actor that got possessed by Agatha. And yeah. um, as a result, they kind of walked back that multiverse split like that the X-Men characters. Now- right. Well, I think I think the question here is, who was the witness that Jimmy Wu was supposed to be finding? And could it have been this guy? And could he actually be, because he has the super speed. Like that seems hard for the witch to 
really duplicate as she did. So maybe it is the X-Men universe uh, Quicksilver and he is in hiding here, you know, and maybe got trapped inside of it. Yeah. So we don't know. Yeah, there could be, there could be. But I like that they're able to to kind of bring that forward because I love his character in X-Men Days of Future Past so much. Yep. He's so good. I love him. And and you know, and and he was in the eighties version, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So Or all of the the newer versions except for first class. They meet him in Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. And he even makes a comment when he meets Magneto. He's like, Huh, my mom used to know a guy who could manipulate metal. Because in the comics, yeah, he's his- uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are Magneto's. Yeah, fans, you so. know, part of me was hoping that there would be a Magneto a crossover with this, um, but it didn't happen. And I understand, you know, you got you can't keep make the world just so big that you have right. to like drop it's, it. It's too hard, yeah. Um, but and so these these little nuggets of the show, of the Disney Plus one offs, I I'm finding them very very fun, and I hope they continue to be as good as WandaVision. Yeah, I agree. And I'm really looking forward to, like I said, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier probably coming out today, uh, depending on when we put this yeah. <laughs> this episode out. It should be out today or possibly yesterday. Uh, so go see it. Watch it. See what you think. We just watched the trailer for it again last night. It was so good. Uh, I want to talk just quickly about the commercials mm-hmm. that they had in the, the WandaVision shows up front. They were so well done and very timely and interesting, but there were there were so many little tiny details in them that were pointing back to Wanda's like conscious mind, right, or like her subconscious. So the first one was a watch. It was for a watch, and the brand of the watch was Strucker, which is the name of the guy that Hydra guy who was doing the experiments on them. Mm. And then it even had like a Hydra. It said Hydra and had the little Hydra symbol at the bottom of the watch. And I can't remember what the second one was. The third one, I think, was the one where they keep spilling juice all over the counter and she's wiping it up. And it was Lagos when things just don't go the way you planned or something. I was like, okay. So I just thought that was really fun that they put in those little things that you know were things that had been weighing on her mind. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's just leaked right into that Mm -hmm. consciousness. Um, yeah, they had a, oh, I can't think of a name. I, there it happened a few times. There was a lot of cute little um, Easter eggs in the commercials, especially. I mean, they were mm-hmm. basically blatant, but, uh, you know, other little ones uh, were in there. And the name of the, even like in the end credits, they were names of people in Mar- in the Marvel um, produ- uh, Cinematic Universe. You know, yeah. Um, like legitimate end credits, but they were just completely different people, different roles. But I think mm-hmm. it's cute. Um, let's see. Yeah, even just like the the closing graphics with the pixels was so cool. Like we watched yeah. it full full through every time. Yeah, they, I, they did. They did a great job. And I and I I think that we're not going to see anything like this with this twisted reality again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, only really Scarlet Witch can do that. Right. Um, so I think that this was our opportunity to see you know something completely bent. Um, that, that Marvel probably won't be able to do if the storyline... Actually, Doctor Strange could probably do it. Yeah. Well, and I think that would probably be the closest tie-in that I can think of going forward. Yeah. So we'll, we'll find out. Yep. There was- so anyway, um, I have a couple of recommendations for you folks. If you have watched all of WandaVision, there are two things on, the, on uh, Disney Plus that I think you need to check out. 
the first one is Marvel Legends, and they have a, it's just like a little five minute backstory on each of these characters. So there's one for Wanda, there's one for Vision, and then going forward, there's a couple others for the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And it's really just like they took clips from their timeline from the beginning and just piece it together so you can see their story leading up to this. So it was really cool and very well done. And there were things in there that I had completely forgotten. So highly recommend that. And then there is also another series that they're putting out. There's only one episode so far, but I think that they will add a new one for each of these shows. And it's called Assembled. And it's basically the making of WandaVision is what the first episode is. So you can go back and you can hear about how they created the jingles. And they had that WandaVision in every one of the jingles, just in a different kind of capacity because they just kind of made it its own Mm-hmm. little musical thing and so there, it was just really fun back information and the how-tos and how they made stuff so okay and i know i do i did remember seeing the weekly um uh schedule from disney plus and they do have a making of at the end of every of their yeah thing. yeah which i think is cool because i don't again i don't want that up front obviously because yeah i don't need well, spoilers or potentials because they do talk about spoilers throughout the whole thing and you get to see you know the different actors talking about their characters and the filmmakers and everything else. So it was, it was nice. All right. Also the director on this was a woman. So nice. that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy with how they, um, how this turned out and how they portrayed Wanda. She, you know, and you know, her character would not uh, make assumptions that she was weak. And I don't think that they, they did that, which, you know, it's really common though. Um, it's a common trope is to make, mm-hmm. make her weak for something. Now they did do the whole, Oh, your kids and, and husband and stuff, but at least she, she was, she had the strength. Um, she had, she had the strength and you understood the grief, but it wasn't because she was a woman is, you know, you could see that happen. You know, obviously you see it happen with the Punisher and he does a lot worse, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but so, I mean, I, I don't think that they, they there i don't think misogyny was in play which you can kind of see on some kind of older ones or um if she had to wander around the whole time in the original wandavision outfit uh and wandavision scarlet witch outfit scarlet witch yeah um you could see that i mean i th- i think that there's a an homage to the past but an understanding that it is the past and it's not appropriate <laughs> Yeah, and I I love that about just even from the get-go, they didn't put her in some weird cheesy outfit. She's just wearing like a duster and clothes you could fight in or whatever. Yeah, exactly. All right. So anyway, I think that's, we don't have a quote this week, do we? We do, but it's it's not Marvel related. That's okay. That's out of context. Yep, out of context. We wanted to be adults so bad. Now look at us. Just fucking look. Yep, there you go. There's your I think about that a lot. It's like, what's the biggest lie you thought as a child about adulthood? It was like that I could do whatever I wanted whenever I wanted. That's not a thing. The biggest the biggest lie is that when presented with an alternate with uh with facts and um information, you will change your mind. People don't yeah. do that. No. Most people don't. No, they'll just dig in. They'll dig into stuff that is blatantly untrue, like the world is flat. Mm-hmm. And then they get in an airplane and fly somewhere. Right. It's like, mm, okay. Have you sure. ever noticed none of those flight paths are straight lines? No, they have no idea. <laughs> they don't know. They don't care. That's fine. Whatever. All right. I just, I just sometimes in these situations and the people who are refusing to wear masks and chewing other people out for wearing masks, you know, I just really kind of wish natural selection worked a little faster. 
Yes. Well, I mean, especially when they're so upset about the society that we live in, that they uh, that they have to wear a mask when really, in general, we're wearing masks for our fellow mankind. And so right. if you are upset about the society we live in, when you don't actually want to be a member of said society, go fuck yourself. Yeah, okay. exactly. All right. They're the ones that made it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. True that. All so. right. Well, that was just an awesome thing. You can cut that out. Well, anyway, thank you for joining us for this very long two-episode arc version of WandaVision. We've had a great time talking about it. I had a great time watching it, and I am looking forward to how this is going to play out going forward. Me too. So, all right. Well, we will see you guys next time. Music provided by www.bensound.com and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com.